The expressed views of the following podcast are those of the hosts and theirs exclusively. They do not represent the views of our sponsors. Hey guys, Nick Stevenson here. Thanks for listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. Before we get started, I want to tell you about my good friend Stephen Terry with Stephen Terry Pest Elimination. Now I know what you're thinking. Not another pest control business. The real pest is that guy who's always knocking on my door, leaving door hangers, and calling at the worst times of day. Not Stephen Terry. Stephen Terry lets his work and his customer service speak for itself. Word of mouth from customers that he has personally helped, and I am one of them. Stephen Terry is always the first person I call. Whether it was the time he treated my house for ants, I haven't seen an ant around here in so long, I forgot what they look like. What's an ant? I don't know. Stephen Terry got rid of them all. Or how about the time he helped my son get rid of the pesky possums that were eating our garbage? Stephen Terry caught them and released them back into their natural habitat, and most importantly, out of my natural habitat. If you're in the southeast Houston area, that's Leak City, Webster, Clear Lake, all the way up to Pasadena, Deer Park, and Laporte, you've got to give Stephen Terry a call. Right now through November, Stephen Terry is offering a monthly mosquito treatment. Guys, summer is right around the corner. Do you want to be having a barbecue or a crawfish boil with the kids playing in the backyard or in the pool getting eaten alive by mosquitoes? Of course you don't. So give Stephen Terry a call at 713-477-0047. Tell him you heard about him on the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast, and he will give you half off your first month's mosquito treatment. That's 713-477-0047. 0047 Stephen Terry Pest Elimination. If it's scary, call Stephen Terry. You're listening to the Smells Like Middle Aged Spirit Podcast. What smells so bad? It's strong. But you'll get used to it. Now, here are your hosts, Nick Stevenson and Naomi Richardson. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening in the world, welcome to episode 46 of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. Finally coming to you again from the Stephen Terry Pest Elimination Studio in Deer Park, Texas. I am your gracious and humble host, Nick Stevenson. Look who's back in the building. It's the queen of podcasts, Naomi Richardson. What, what? What's up? <laughs> and my man, Josh Beard, a.k.a. the Bearded Producer, is on the ones and twos. What and do? We are finally back here after a little bit of a hiatus. It's so good to see both of you. Um, as you'll see, Chris Khan's not here. Um, we'll... Pour one on the ground for him. We need to get the doll in for him. If he we doesn't should come put in, a doll. He gets the doll. <laughs> we should put a blow up doll in his chair for sure. But um, yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting couple of weeks. Um, I think all of us individually and combined maybe were going through some things that prevented us from being able to fulfill our obligations as far as the podcast concerned. But um, as much as I love this podcast, as much as I love the spirit sniffers, as much as I love my crew, there are sometimes when things happen in life, they're just a little bit more important. So we appreciate all of our listeners who were being patient and waiting for us to come back. And it's good to be back. How are you guys feeling, man? What do y'all, what do y'all been up to in the past week? Shoot. First of all, nothing. did you think that Naomi wasn't going to be here today? Until you, we heard from her. You know, we were supposed to start recording at 5.30, and I was like, well, Naomi's usually about 10 minutes late. And then it got to yeah. 6, and I was like, 
Maybe we need another host. Like, yeah, no, they, they put on? me on blast. Like I'm talking. No, I'm talking about because okay, like a week ago we kind of started getting back in the text okay, thread. Yeah, that's true. And we're like, hey guys, what's going on? Like checking on each other. <laughs> Naomi nowhere to be found. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, I never sent a text. And, and I was, Chris I even sent a text that so said, Naomi, are you alive? And she didn't respond. So like, we, we almost. I responded we almost, to that one later on. <laughs> we almost had to yeah. call nine one one. Like I was like. Putting the APB on y'all. I unplugged for real, and it felt good. Um, I hate that I didn't get back to everybody. I hope you know. Nah, you. Do, I, I understand completely. Um, I yeah. Understand completely. It, I mean, I think we all unplugged a little bit. That's why. I mean, that text thread was dead for like a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and when and for the, the, obviously the people who aren't in it don't know. Like that text thread is usually live, like all oh, the time. We're yes. always bullshitting in there. <laughs> There's always some shit being talked in there, so. Um, but Mostly it was, about Josh, right? I mean, yeah, that's it's true. true. <laughs> but you know, it was, it was necessary to step away for a little bit, take care of some some priorities, and now we're back, and and we're happy to be back. Um, today's topic, <laughs> Josh was afraid it was a little bit too serious. Um, it's funny that you mentioned unplugging and it feeling good to unplug because, um. I've talked to many people about that who, you know, I was at work just yesterday and I was talking to a guy who he wanted to talk politics and Biden and Trump and all of this stuff. And he was very, very passionate and sometimes angry. And he told me, he's like, man, I never used to be like this. He's like, before Trump, I didn't even pay attention to politics. And I was like, I bet you were a lot happier back then, weren't you? And it had, I'm not, that's not like a slot. A knock on Trump. I'm talking about you step away from politics and the arguments that are consistently happening in this country. The like media. you just turn off the TV, turn off your phone, unplug yeah. a little bit. Social media is media also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turn up, turn it off. Spend some time with your family. Uh, as my good friend Chris Clark says, watch the sunset or watch the sunrise. Like go for a bike ride. You'll realize that all the stuff that you are so angry or passionate about on a weekly basis when you're staying plugged in is really not essential to your life. Absolutely. No, we And guess what? When you go back, all the bullshit's still there. They're still talking about the same oh, shit. Oh, it's still there. Still there. <laughs> yeah. Picking it's all still there. Yeah. So, um that kind of you know, we're going to talk today about the lifestyle in America today because I think part of our lifestyle unfortunately has become like politics has become like pop culture and it's taken over so many things and you know, there's some times that you think there's some things about this country that could be much better. And you look at how things go in the rest of the world. And we're told every day that this is the greatest country in the world. We're going to investigate that. And I think by the end of this episode, maybe we'll have some clarity on um, what it would really mean to be the greatest country in the world. And just some things to, you know, think it so over, Some things to know, think about. And some over. things that maybe we could do better, you know? And when I say we, I mean all of us individually and as a whole. Like, maybe there's some things we could do better. But before we do that, I'm looking so forward to hearing Naomi give us headlines for the first time in what feels like forever. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Headlines. Headlines. All right, y'all. All right. I'm glad to be back. I hope uh, y'all miss me. <laughs> First of all, uh, something to cheer up Josh. I know he's going to appreciate this one. The newest line of Crocs is poised to change the game 
in this post-pandemic or whatever you want to call it fashion. Ooh. Croc stilettos. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> what? Yeah. You got to send me a picture of that. <laughs> We're unveiled at a fashion show along with a knee-high rain boots. So Ooh. you've got your summer covered, y'all, okay? Rain or shine, you're good to go. You're going to be looking fabulous this summer. Knee-high oh. rain boot. Knee-high rain Crocs. boots. Well, there's Crocs, the stiletto Crocs, and knee-high rain boots. Oh, okay. So you're set. Um, Aren't all rain boots about knee-high? I'd no. say they're underneath. Oh, not, oh, you're talking about like the little, the ones that women wear. I call them wellies. I'm talking about the ones men wear like when we're out working in the field. They come up to our knees. All I'm hearing is my my croc collection is growing, so that's all I'm hearing. Well, there's stiletto, so I'm very happy for you. You, you don't know me. It's, it's Pride Month, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I said this summer, but uh, these bad boys won't hit stores until 2020. So you've got plenty of room to. 2020. Yeah, 2022. Sorry. There you go. Yeah, sorry, y'all. It's a lot of twos. <laughs> <laughs> um, Regarding COVID, uh, Harris County's 14-day average test positivity rate for COVID has fallen below 5% for the first time since the start of the pandemic, County Judge Lena Hidalgo recently announced. Mobile vaccination units have now been dispatched to nearly 250 different locations throughout the city. She believes that accessibility is key. So whether you know, you're for it or against it, it is available if you so choose. Um, Done, son. Yeah. The Houston Spaceport is taking the next step in solidifying itself as a major player in American private space flight with a groundbreaking of a 120,000 square foot complex at our local Ellington Field. Yeah. According to Collins Aerospace, one of the companies already committed to the facility, its eight acre campus will include 10,000 square feet dedicated to an incubator supporting spaceflight where startups and universities can collaborate on solving critical space technology challenges including robotics medicine and additive manufacturing this day and age and especially for our region i believe this is going to be super important moving forward and i think you're going to see a lot of aerospace um which kind of brings me to this point above all jobs are being added to the city they're um, estimating 14 to 1700 jobs um here locally um, Get your resume ready. That's right. No. Colleges like San Jack are even developing new programs, including aerospace, aerospace certifications. Um, they are doing free virtual summer camps, so check out their website. Um, and, yeah, aerospace is going to be the future, man. Um, is that a waste of money? No. No, it's not. No. No, the okay. future no. is space. That's what, Oh, this is a whole other episode, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, what's cool is that... that, that um, What's what's the future of space? We're just gonna, so we're one, we're one step closer to going to another planet and fucking it up. Sure, <laughs> sure. Did you ever watch? Was going to the moon a waste of money? No. Why? Did we go to the moon? <gasps> Did we even no. go so to what's, the moon? What's cool is um, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. If we didn't, we blew a bunch of money on some fake shit. So that college engineering is actually in the same building we are. So they're actually oh, the ones moving a little over there. fun fact. They yep. just want to get further away from Josh. Interesting. True. <laughs> I'm closer to Elon because you know he owns some land over there. Mm-hmm. Over where? Overall Space Center. It hasn't been disclosed or it's been proven. Wait, Space Center and what? Uh, you know, if you're going towards Space Center, coming up to Fairmont mm-hmm. or, or coming up to Janelle Red Bluff, that all that lot on the right hand side, that's all been bought by a private. Owner. With the cows. And how do we know it's Elon Musk? I mean, you're the realtor, so you would know. 
I played yes. a fist. <laughs> no, but you have also, access to all that information. He's also the one that um, that people believe. I don't know if you heard this. Was that um, was it Deer Park, Laporte, Pasadena, League City, something else? Someone bought all their tuition, and they seem to think no one said anything, but they seem to think the person that who paid for that was Elon. Yes. Right. Whose tuition? A private all, donor. All yeah. the graduation, uh, all the graduates for Laporte, Deer Park. Pasadena, I think it was League City, Friendswood, like everybody Channel in this area. Are we talking high school? Yes. All the high school graduates got their tuition paid their, for. Their first three years in college were paid for. Wait. Exactly. <laughs> time out. You didn't know about that? That wasn't in headlines? Time out, time out, time out, time out. Say it again. It's been some weeks. That okay. happened like yeah. all the school all the seniors in uh-huh. this area. Right. Their first Which three I know years. Some. Yeah. First three years at San Jack are paid for, no questions asked. By they everybody. have to go to San Jack. I'm pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure Jack. Jack, yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you sure it wasn't Bernie Sanders? Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know if he could afford that. <laughs> he probably could. He might have someone else pay for it. Um Okay. <laughs> we gotta find I don't know. Out the space the space thing, like Yes, it's we we It's the final frontier, Nick. I'm saying we got a lot of problems here, bro. And we're spending billions of dollars to go to space. Right. So then we take our problems somewhere else and then the problems <laughs> leave from here. I'm I'm just going to say, it's, I'm putting it out logic. there. Knowing humankind, they're not going to waste time and efforts fixing this bullshit problem. Yeah. They're going to take Yeah, they're going to go somewhere else somewhere and start else. fucking it up. Yeah. Pretty I mean, much, uh, yeah. That's what we've all done, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, Martians. We're coming. Yeah. Just ask Just ask all the Native Americans what that was We're like. With the new age Columbus. We're going to be like new. Avatar. <laughs> just go somewhere and fuck their planet up. All right. <laughs> Those headlines... <laughs> We're brought to you by Amity Innovations. Before we run this ad uh, for Amity Innovations, um, my good friend Stephanie and and Ron, they asked me to please emphasize that Amity Innovations is the place you need to go if you want a generator for the hurricane season. Um, You never think you need it till you need it. So, guys, you be prepared. Uh, Suppose we're expecting a pretty intense hurricane season uh, this year. So go to Amity Innovations get a generator and let them know that the smells like middle-aged spirit podcast sent you. And then let's, uh, let's have. And then let us know where you live so we can party during the hurricane, man. Play, (laughs) play my Amity ad. Don't play. (laughs) Sorry. Don't play Naomi's (laughs) play mine. Rude. I'm going to guess. Hey guys, it's Nick Stevenson here. Thank you for listening to the smells like middle-aged spirit podcast. Real quick, I want to take a minute to tell you about my friends at Amity Innovations. If you're looking to remodel your home or maybe even build a new home, don't make any decisions until you talk to the experts at Amity Innovations. They specialize in alternative energy sources like backup generators, whole home solar systems, and geothermal heating and cooling systems. In other words, they create green homes. I'm talking net zero energy to nearly fully self-sufficient homes. Amity Innovations even believes that in the future, our homes will produce more energy than they use. Amity Innovations is not your typical construction company, although they have 25 years of experience in the industry. They know what they're doing and they want to help you save both the planet and your bank account. So give Amity Innovations a call at 832-331-3580. That's 832-331-3580. Or go to www.amitybgi.com to get a free estimate Whether you're remodeling or building a new home, call the green builders you can trust. Amity Innovations, where we create the difference. 
Good job, Josh. It's your favorite favorite bump back. I'm, I'm excited. I'm hearing it right now. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. <laughs> he was jamming it in his truck earlier. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So once again, guys, call Amity Innovations um, to get yourselves a generator for the the hurricane season. It's very important. Um, I don't know. We should uh, we should probably like pool our resources and get like a smells like middle aged spirit podcast generator. Ooh. And then like whoever needs it, we just you know. Do they come in orange? I don't think that's how it works. We could put a sticker on it. Yeah, put a sticker on. You already have one. There you go. I mean, I, you want a generator that big? Actually, why don't we just put it here so that if something happens? As long as they can get here, we'll just do a a live yeah we'll recording. Right everybody, here. come hang out at my house. Cool. Boom. Boom. All right. So, um, is America the greatest country in the world? Let me ask you. What do you think? Because none of us, I don't think anybody here wants to sound anti-American, and everybody wants to believe. Everyone wants to have pride. Like we live in the state of Texas. Texas, Texas pride is is a thing. Texas you know? is the shit. And everybody who lives in Texas <laughs> believes that Texas is better than any place else in the United States. We don't any believe. Place else in we the world. know. We know. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and so people want people want to feel pride in where they're from. So what are some of the things that you feel makes people say, out of their mouths, America, the greatest country in the world? I'll start with you, Naomi. Um, when I think of America, I feel like this is a fifth grade class presentation. Oh, <laughs> when I think of America, I think of the beautiful landscapes. <laughs> we do have some beautiful landscapes. It's true. It's true. From sea to shining sea. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do have some beautiful Yeah, areas. I think we've got, you know, the deserts, the mountains. Um, we've got some awesome waterfalls. Deserts S- and mountains. Mountains. Mountain. Man. You made it like a two syllable word. What? It Mountain is a two-syllable two word. Mountains. <laughs> Mountains a two-syllable uh, word. Josh. When she said it, she paused on that. Say mountain one. with one syllable. I dare you. Mountain. 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 <laughs> it's Texas, bro. In Texas, we always cut one syllable off. You know that? No, they always add another syllable. And six is between one and five. Oh shit. <laughs> okay, I yes, I agree with you. We have mountain. We have beautiful landscapes. What else? What else do you feel inspires people to say America is the greatest country in the world? I think because it was founded by people who are fleeing other countries. So I think that makes it unique. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all I got. America. That's good. I think the ideal of the reason that our Constitution was written, the Declaration of Independence was written, is because the ideal of America, it's it's beautiful. It's supposed to be about freedom, equality, and um, opportunity for everyone, for all men and women. The ideal of it is wonderful. Um, Josh, what are some of the reasons you feel like America is the greatest country in the world? Uh, it is. Yes. Okay. It is. Okay. But tell me why. <laughs> no. Well, now he sounds like uh, a real American. <laughs> real American. No. Um, I guess uh, for me it would be the, I guess, it sounds cheesy when you're talking about for the American dream, being able to come here and really if you're here, anything feels obtainable other than other right. places. Opportunity. Opportunity. The land of opportunity. That's what they call it. I think you legitimately The Statue of Liberty, like immigrants coming through Ellis Island, like all of that stuff makes America great. And the fact that it's a melting pot of different cultures. Um, I think 
I think most people, when they say America, greatest country in the world, they feel like freedom and opportunity is what makes it that. I could see that. Freedom, opportunity. Um, in that order? Yeah, I mean, the, the belief is that in America, you can do anything you want and be anything you want. And all you got to do is work hard and it'll come to you. Freedom is having the opportunity. Yeah, right. That's my favorite thing it, the, in, in the Bill of Rights. It says you have the right to pursuit of happiness. Right. It doesn't mean you obtain it. Yeah. Is that I the Bill of Rights? 100%. Nope. Was that correct on that? Was that the Bill but of Rights? Oppor- that's why I say opportunity and freedom. Is that the Bill of Rights? I want to make sure it's right. Are you talking about the uh, con- the Constitution? I think. Is it the Constitution? I don't know. Oh gosh! It is what it is. <laughs> you know what I meant. I am so it's sorry. It's been a long work for my, day. Fi- my fifth grade teacher. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wait, don't worry. I'm gonna Google this. You- Go ahead. Keep- <laughs> talk, talks amongst. Are yourselves. you talking about the United States Constitution? The pursuit of happiness. Where is that written? He's got to. He's got to go to Google. What? Um. Oh my goodness! It's it's written in the. It's written in the what, Nick? The United States you. Constitution. You sure about that? Oh gosh! I don't know the which pressure. part you're talking about. We hold these truths to be evident that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's the Bill of Rights. Okay. And then once the our forefathers. That's all I know. Just that one. That's all I'm gonna give you. Our forefathers. I'm just, I'm just confused. No, I'm just confused about what you're talking about. Just just that where that's written at. I wanted to make sure that was the right. That I, I gave the right. What are you looking at right now? What are you reading? The Bill of Rights. Bill of Rights. What is? Read the Bill of Rights. Life, liberty, and pursuit. That's not how the Bill of Rights starts. (laughs) He wants you to read the whole bill. Oh well, I'm sorry, Nick. I didn't know we had another two and a half hour episode that we can go. We hold these truths to be evident that. All men are created equal. Sorry. Hamilton right. came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So you should know. I, I know Hamilton. Uh, the Bill of Rights. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. Is that what you're talking about? That's how it starts out. Yeah, no. Okay. Anywho. That's what, uh, uh, let's move on, please. <laughs> <laughs> Begging you to move on. Wait, okay. Congress shall make no law establishment. What? That is a part of the Bill of Rights. Yeah. You can't make law based on religion. So, like, you can't make it illegal to be gay because the Bible says something about being gay. All right. Anyway, moving on. So, freedom, opportunity. That's what makes America the greatest country in the world. Um, Well, in doing some research, would you, would you, obviously, we must believe then that America is the freest country in the world, right? Is America the freest country in the world? I haven't been to all the countries. Right. Okay. So we're going to have to rely on some statistics from someone else, correct? I believe so. All right. Well, according according to um, Heritage.org, America is the 20th freest country in the world. There's several countries. Like, other countries have freedom. So, and, and, and that's true. Like, if you go to Canada, they have freedom. Japan has freedom. Um... You're from, your family's from Holland, right? Yep, the Netherlands. And they're, you you would consider that a free country, right? Yes. Like, you don't get, one thing that that confused me as I was reading this list, Singapore is number one as the most free country in the world, and that seems like a typo. But I only hear, 
I've never been to Singapore. Have you been to Singapore? Mm -hmm. Okay, wh wh what was Singapore like? Because all I hear is the horror stories. Singapore was awesome. So it was cool. Yeah, it was super cool. So basically, the whole city is basically brand new. They all the the skyscrapers and everything have been built like in the past decade. Now, when I went was like five years ago. So, right. um, but that's really all I saw. I mean, I wasn't you know trying to break any laws or anything. So I don't know about their laws right. necessarily. Maybe it's the freest country in the world until you do something like I don't know because I've heard like about canings and. Like, people being beat for spitting on the sidewalk, which you shouldn't spit on the sidewalk. Like, that's gross. Yeah, I heard you get the death sentence if you smoke weed. I mean, that's a little bit harsh, you know? I know it's still... The death penalty for smoking weed? Yeah, yeah. That would not make you the freest country in the world. A little I'm harsh, a little bit. I don't, I don't know what you're looking at, Nick. I, t I literally Googled freest country in the world, and mine comes up as New Zealand. New Zealand. That makes more sense. Yes. New Zealand was, like, number five on this list. New Zealand's um, cool. And then uh, that was for, that says the index for 2019, but if you come down even to the freest countries of 2021, uh -huh. um, New Zealand is still first, followed by Switzerland, um, Hong Kong, Canada, and Australia is your top five, top six. Okay. So America doesn't make the top five list, though. Um, it didn't make the top five on this. Like I said, it was number 20 on this list. Where's it on, where's it on that list? Uh, what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteenth. Number fifteen on your list. Yeah. Okay. So we're supposed to do freedom better than everybody else because we've supposedly invented freedom. Um, but apparently the United States of America is not the freest country. I'm not saying it doesn't make it great. Um, do you want to know the unfreest country? <laughs> what is the what is the uh, uh, let me guess uh, North Korea? Wrong. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> really? That's wrong. What really? is it? Uh, Syria. Okay. Syria is pretty messed yeah, up. Yeah, Syria is right pretty now. bad. Syria's pretty. It, bad. Now, now that you said North Korea, though, now I'm gonna go on this list and see if I can find it. Yeah, while you're doing that, um, <laughs> here's the thing. America, I, I've said this many, many, many times. The idea and the ideal of America. It's great, but America has never, ever truly lived up to its highest aspiration. The I heard somebody once call the Declaration of Independence and our Constitution poetry. It's beautiful. Um, all of the amendments to that Constitution are beautiful in, in theory and in idea. But we, as a country, are still struggling to really have true freedom and justice for all people. We're just always trying... And the good thing about America is I think for the most part, we're constantly moving in the right direction. We just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. But lately there's been some things that have put speed bumps in the way of our progress. And to put it lightly. <laughs> yeah, there's been some things that have put speed bumps in the way of our progress. And I think for me, as I watch the landscape of America, um, you can argue that America is the greatest country in the world, but there's some things going on right now that if they don't change are going to guarantee that we do not remain the greatest country in the world. Because let's let's face it, there's never been a world power um, as, as wonderful as democracy is. There's not been a democracy that's lasted forever. There's not been a, a major world power that's lasted forever. Talk to talk to Syria at one point in history was the world dominant power, yeah. um, Egypt, Rome, um, all of them eventually fell from being that. 
And if you go through history, the majority of the time that happened, it wasn't because someone conquered those nations. They generally fell apart from within. Yep. And trust me, our enemies know that. They're very, very, very keen on that idea. And they're keen on making America not the greatest country in the world. And I'm sad to say that a lot of the tactics that they're using are working. So, and that's 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 the reason I wanted to have this discussion. Because let's go through some of those uh, statistics. Right now, um, there's a lot of real problems in America that we're not addressing. And that's, that's one of the biggest issues for me. Um, on as far as the average um, for education, supposedly we have the second greatest education system on the planet, but we're consistently scoring either in the middle or in the lower half amongst all of these countries who don't have the resources we have, but are still teaching their children, like their education, they're getting an education, a far better education than we are. Um, I think it said that we ranked 24th in science and 38th in math among the world, which are all pretty important. The, the bigger thing for me, though, is that in this country, we're not teaching our kids, and I don't think we learned, um, vital life skills like budgeting what does it mean to get a loan from a bank buying what does it mean to yeah how do you buy a house (laughs) how do you pay your taxes yeah most people are graduating high school and don't know about any of these things i mean i'm still learning about that stuff (laughs) right we graduate from and we don't know about any of these things and the and we're getting further and further away from it you know we're 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 a very powerful country we 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 have all the technology, but I'm thinking about the future. Like as this keeps dwindling down, it's not sustainable. I think America is very good at teaching, teaching you what they want you to know, the way they want you to do it. And they don't teach problem solving. They don't teach individual thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can't problem solve, then you there's. You don't make new solutions to the new problems. Then you're just stuck. Right. Yes. So um, engineers, all the the tech people who are, they were the innovators of their generation. Those. We're falling behind in all of that now. Absolutely. Because these new people, um, these new people, you know, us, people our age, a lot of them weren't given opportunities to go under mentors. You had to go to school. Well, all of them can't even get a good job now because they're too busy having to work two jobs all hours of all days to pay off student loans. Mm-hmm. Um, the debt has become more important than the education. And yeah. it's just, it's just a whole backwards system. Yeah. In, and in, that's, you know, in my opinion, <laughs> I mean, we, we talked about <laughs> the last show we all did together about when that pipeline got hacked and we had to negotiate with the terrorists. Like when it comes to cybersecurity, like, all of these things are things we're falling behind in. But wasn't there something else that also got hacked here last week? There was another, there was something else that got hacked. I've been unplugged in the last week, man, unplugged. so I couldn't tell you. There, there was something else that got hacked. I don't, it wasn't a pipeline. It was something else. I can't remember what it was. I'm yeah. sure someone will. I, I'm tell telling you, man, our, our enemies are, they're at least catching up, if not surpassing us, in a lot of this stuff. Um, well, and how easy is it to be in tuned with your enemies these days? You're, the whole world is connected now. So, yeah. I mean, 
how easy is it for the average Joe? But I, I worry about the edu- yeah, I worry about the education system mostly because these are these are where we're preparing. Like we are in competition with no being not just being the smartest, like book smart, but we have to be prepared to think outside the box, to be innovative. One of the reasons that America became America is because we were the innovators. We built things. We created things. Because they problem solved. Right. We're not doing that anymore. Like, and I'm not going to blame. I don't know. Like, we're a bunch of TikTokers and <laughs> it's it's just it, it makes me nervous. But one one of the things that I feel like really holds us back is the fact that yet yeah, we can call ourselves the greatest country in the world, but there are things that are holding us back. And one of them is the political climate coming in, ripping people apart, dividing us, making us see one another as enemies. And the sad part about it is I blame a hundred percent. I told Josh, I was afraid of sounding anti-American. He said, you don't sound anti-American. You sound anti-establishment. Well, I think the biggest part problem is that we're being we're being torn apart from within and a big culprit of this are our politicians the people in power because and and the problem is is that if you're democrat or republican or libertarian you're always pointing the finger at the other guy and saying this is all your fault and the other side saying no this is your fault and in reality we the people not the people in congress and and in the senate and in the white house but we're all getting played by these people they're distracting us from the real culprits of this country not being not living up to its aspiration absolutely to be the greatest country you know they're distracting I, us from the real yeah. things you know what i can't stand when you hear um you know uh the democrats and the republicans you know and they're they're doing a vote well oh this was a win for the democrats this was a win for the republicans where's the win for the american people Where's that win? Yeah. But they're too busy trying to one up the rival. It's just yeah. like high school. Like, get over yourselves. We need to instill term limits. Mm-hmm. Get rid of these old ass people that are just used to these archaic ways and mm-hmm. put in some new forward thinking individuals. And even blood. if it's not something that you believe in, that that that's not. But do you understand bad. why that? I, I don't want to say it's not going to happen. It's going to take some really bold action. Because these well, people have, have that discussion. These people have been there forever. And they've gained an amount of power that it's almost impossible to take from them. And why do they have that power? That's what I'm getting to. What all of these politicians are distracting us from is the is the tit that they're sucking off of. And that's say. the military industrial complex, pharmaceutical companies, insurance companies, and you you put all of that together, um, all these politicians, they're not they're they're gonna talk about the things they want to change, but really all their goal is is for you to vote for them again. Okay. The, I think another part of the problem is is that uh, we need to stop looking at these politicians as like icons and, and more than people. And more, absolutely, yeah, they they're they're put there for that for to do a job, and just like if some if a movie actor goes and does a movie and it's crap, you tell him it, it was crap. It was right. it, it, you didn't do a good job. Right. We do the same thing with these politicians, but for some reason we've put them on that celebrity status where they can't do anything wrong, yeah. that regardless of what they do, you're going to stand behind them. And as I long as they're of the right political party. Ex- exactly. That's right. As and long as they're on, if they're, they're on your side, then right. they, can't do not no, they can't do any wrong. They're, they are doing a job that we've hired them to do. Or by not voting. doing a job. Yeah. 
that we're that we've put you there to do. Right. And for some reason, there's a group of people, and that's you know everywhere that still votes for them, puts them in base purely because that is their party, or they like his celebrityism or yeah. his or her celebrity. Because that's what Mama said to do. Yeah. And a lot of time, a lot of time, you think about the the bills that are getting passed. Um, I think West Virginia passed a bill in their state senate, not allowing transgender boys are not allowing transgender athletes to go to opposite you know if it's a transgender boy if it's, it's a biological boy not allowed to go play on a girl's sports team and vice versa they passed that in west virginia just like that the problem is is that there hasn't been one single case in west virginia yeah. of a transgender boy or girl who's tried to play on the opposite team that's not even happening there but that's going to score political points in West Virginia because they've got people so outraged about transgender boys playing girls sports that somehow, despite the fact that West Virginia is on the bottom half of almost every list when it comes to education, when it comes to healthcare, when it comes to so many mm-hmm. other things that they're not on infrastructure, West Virginia is a mess with infrastructure. They're not passing any of that stuff that's actually going to help people, but they get to toot their horn and, be the front page on the newspaper that we passed this law about transgender boys and looks, girls in sports. That looks better on social media than saying right. that we're that's fixing scoring things. you political points. Yeah. Yep. And that's the problem. We're 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 scoring political points. We're having political arguments. We're arguing about opinions rather than fixing real problems. And regardless if you agree or disagree with that, there's there's a hell of a lot other things that we it can be focused you. on. Yeah. It doesn't affect you. It really doesn't. Does. I mean Unless you got a girl who's getting dunked on in girl women's basketball because <laughs> LeBron James decided he was a woman. Like, I don't know. But uh, I don't know. He may walk off the field how he's been playing. But what, all I'm saying is, is we're arguing about, we're having, and we're, we're tearing each other apart over stuff that. It's nonsense. There's no, right. It's nonsense. Like, it's not really even a problem. So that you can't say that there needs a solution. We're focusing on stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Like we're in Congress on the House floor and on the Senate floor talking about fucking Dr. Seuss. Yeah, we're talking about cartoons, bro. But like, I think I think too, which what we're saying too with with like the transgender thing. I think there's some people that actively do that because they know that that has that following that's still going to keep that social momentum. Right. No, and what's gonna gonna going to happen is they're going to be like, hey, he passed this law. I agree with that. I'm going to vote for him again. That right. is their goal. Yeah. It's to maintain power. And at the point, this is this is the problem with that is is that the you know, they say the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Well, on both sides, whether you're liberal or whether you're conservative, you have the two extreme sides of that that are running everything. They're the loudest. And so they're passing legislation based on what the people who are yelling the loudest want, but it's not even the majority. If you read in Texas, they are trying to pass a bill where you can carry a handgun with no license. And the smallest majority of people, you know, I don't want to say the smallest majority, but there's there's a group of people who are all on board with that more, you know, less restriction on the Second Amendment, the better. But when they go out and they poll the people, the majority of the people like are. What's his name? Greg Abbott. He's a Republican. Mm -hmm. So a lot of Republicans want this able to be to be able to carry a handgun without any type of license. So if that's what Republicans want, 
then that's what he wants to pass. The problem is, is they've polled Texans as a majority, and I think 58% of people opposed being able to carry a handgun yeah. without a license. But because the people who voted for him, that's what they want, then that's what he's going to do. Mean, I mean, even as someone that is licensed, I, I went and took the course and I did everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Like, you, you want to support the Second Amendment, right? I get it. But at the same time, do you really want everybody to be carrying around a gun that hasn't at least taken a basic right. course it's on they're how they're trying to, to carry pass this legislation where they don't even yeah. have, they don't have to take a course, they don't have to take anything. No, I what think regardless if, you, if you have, if you're going to carry a fire, it's just like police. They have to go to a police academy to be able right. to carry that firearm. Well, what's, it's what's like the driving difference? a car. I'm not going to give my car keys to my, you know, yeah, yeah. son in fifth grade. Yeah. yeah. But the point of what I'm saying is that. We're, we're 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 passing legislation not based on what what america needs it's based on how do i get reelected that's Absolutely. what all if you're whether you're in the that's senate it's always you're been. in the house how do i get reelected but it's yeah. it's getting to the point that it's becoming dangerous man because there's a lot of people <laughs> i i believe that democracy is the best form of government on the world in the world and it's it's the best we got but it's not perfect and the thing is is that democracy the people choosing is a very very big responsibility of the people and we're trusting people who are now less educated um i believe more morally bankrupt than in times past um we as as the people and our morality and our education and how smart they are and how we think as it degrades our representation <laughs> unfortunately is going to start doing the same thing it's just like idiocracy oh my gosh it's, it's yeah. no longer a movie and slowly become <laughs> a documentary uh, for yeah real. it's it's crazy man um <laughs> president camacho it's scary man no. <laughs> mike judd uh, um was it he uh he, he time must be a time traveler yeah for sure, sure. um <laughs> But that that's, I just wish sometimes, because I know a lot of people who are so, I, I, I saw somebody that I care about a lot, and that means a lot to me, make a post on Facebook that said, as soon as we realize that the Democrats are all communists and the enemy and blah, 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 I didn't even keep reading after that. Can we stop, like, I know that I... <laughs> One of the biggest ways that these people control us is with fear. Mm-hmm. If you're conservative, they're gonna they're gonna pluck away at everything that you're afraid of happening to get you to be scared and to motivate you to vote for them because they're gonna fix it. If you're a Democrat, they're gonna pluck away at all of everything you're afraid of, and it's all like you. It's nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's nonsense. The what we're talking about is people who don't even realize that we all have, I think for the most part, people all have the same goals in life. You want to be as successful as possible. You want to be happy, take care of your family, uh, probably hopefully own some land, maybe have something to leave your kids behind, put your kids through college, whatever. Like we're all working for that ideal of America, the life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The American dream. Right. Mm -hmm. We just all have different ideas of how to get there and what that means. That, that doesn't that. make you an enemy of someone yeah. because you have the same goal. You just have different ideas 
of how to get there. And that's what America was built mm -hmm. on. We need a two-party system, or honestly, we need more than two parties. But the two-party system was designed to put checks and balances on one another. Right now, we're getting into this dangerous zone where both sides are like, well, it's all or nothing. Yeah. yeah. On the extreme sides. And the people in the middle are just, there's no space for them right now. There's just no space for them. Um, it's... And it's 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 gonna if it continues to get worse, man, it's gonna get really dangerous. Like right now, we're living in a time where truth does not matter. You're just, you can you are allowed to just believe yeah. whatever you want to believe, and that's on no both matter sides no too. matter what facts are disputed. Yeah, are it doesn't matter. Like I I'm gonna believe what I'm gonna believe. I, I there's <laughs> some things that you can't just decide. I don't believe because it's right in front of you like it's happening it's there's there's facts to to back this up trust your own eyes and ears but there's a lot of people that flat out won't they they are so stubborn and prideful. completely separated from reality yeah. absolutely did you guys hear that donald trump is going to be reinstated as president in august heck yeah <laughs> i don't was it like was that a q drop uh no the, you know this audit that's going on in arizona with mm -hmm. uh, the election, I've, this is the this I've is the type the, about it. This shit is. It's not for some reason. There's not a whole lot of people making noise about it, other than some liberal media outlets. Um, but even they, I don't feel like are giving it the seriousness it deserves. They're kind of more using it for a political talking point. But so what? What's the so in Ari okay, Arizona had an election did a recount, and then did an audit. So now this independent auditing team that's actually never audited anything else before, they're called the Cyber Ninjas. The, um, I believe it's the Republican Secretary, not the Secretary of State. The, the, the Republicans in Arizona gave them permission to come through and completely re-audit Maricopa County. And these cyber ninjas are coming through with all of these methods that are not standard in an audit. Uh, I believe they're using, they're trying to look for like bamboo fibers on absentee ballots. Because if it has bamboo on it, then it definitely came from China, right? Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yes. They're, they're. What? They're, they're trying to, yeah, they're basically going through Maricopa County, checking all the, they're doing a very, it's it's a joke, and even the people, a part of the legislature, the legislature in Arizona, they're like, this is a joke and this is dangerous. But they've allowed these people to go through. It's not a bipartisan commission. It's people who are there with the intent of proving that Donald Trump actually won Arizona, and so they're not going there with an open mind. They're going there. the 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 most outrageous thing was the looking for bamboo fibers on these absentee ballots. So correct me if I'm wrong, and and forgive my ignorance. Um, even if they were have to found that it was counted wrong, and somehow Trump actually has more votes than Biden, what what could even be done at this point? Are you talking about like in the U.S. or in Maricopa County? The the Constitution there is. There's no such thing as reinstatement of a president. There's nothing in the law or the Constitution that even 
allows that. Okay. Let me just say, I can say with confidence um, that there's not going to be a legitimate, anything legitimate done that overturns the election. The election's not going to be overturned. Donald Trump is not going to become president in August. But there's people who I've talked to, I've seen, who honestly believe this from the bottom of their hearts, that that's what's going to happen, and believe that's what should happen. The reason that's dangerous is because we are at a point in our lives where if you lose an election, all you have to say is, oh, I didn't lose, I won. And you don't have to have anything to back that up, and people are going to believe you. And it completely, what, what, it completely takes away what makes this country great. And it's the belief that we, the people, choose our leaders. But now we're at a point where if you, if you lost an election, all you have to do is say, no, I didn't lose. Yeah. I'm at the point now. I didn't lose. That regard, Either regardless people are going to stop side, voting. Right. Whatever side you're on, just then this is me speaking and, and me venting. But I really, and I don't really wish anybody ill, but I hope the next four years... Or just as bad as whatever they thought last four years are, and then we can come back and say, "Okay, do you think it's a good idea to go ahead and wash what we have and start back over?" Because, like you said, regardless of where you stand right now, it's going to be the next thing in four or three years or four years. They're going to vote based on who they're who they like, not what they're doing. And That's why. We keep, but we the people are the ones. Like, we the people are the ones supposed to do that. Yeah. Now the, you're putting the more, a lot of more, faith in some people that okay, they should be voting. But here's either. the deal. More. But that's 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 the unfortunate or the I don't want to call it unfortunate. That's part of it. Fortunate, unfortunate. I don't, I, <laughs> that's part of it. But the problem is, is that I'm afraid that the system is so is so rigged that nobody who really wants to make changes to any of these things is ever going to be able to get into office. Not unless Big Pharma wants it. <laughs> and Big Pharma is not going to do anything that that is going to take money away from that. That that's my biggest concern, and. You know, sometimes, you know, when the rainforest becomes overgrown, sometimes natural uh, deforestation happens and it has to burn down and start and start afresh. And I I don't take any joy in saying that about our country, man. But it's, you know, I think if we would stop stoking fear about irrelevant things to start focusing on some of these real life problems, we're talking about you talked just now about. Big Pharma. Those are the people who are putting these politicians in their pockets and they're keeping them distracted while they're charging you $300 a vial for insulin. While they're... What was the gentleman who had... uh, Was it the AIDS medication? Yeah, I think... That he marked it up by like 300% once he had bought the patent for it? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, I... It wasn't AIDS medication. It was insulin, I'm pretty sure. I think it was insulin. It was insulin. Was it... It starts with with an S, didn't it? How is that... I'll look it up. How can that that be legal? I don't understand it. Capitalism, baby. But what I'm... That's what I'm saying. You go to other countries and you can buy insulin for literally... I think... um, a buddy of mine, and I'm not going to mention his name, he said he goes to Mexico to get insulin for his wife um, because down there he can go down there and get it for like $20 a vial yeah, or some shit yeah. like that. So he stocks like, up on it like every six months. Yeah, and when we go, my husband gets his um, inhalers over there because he's been using an inhaler, you know, like We're every once in a while. We're talking about Mexico. Nobody would argue that Mexico is anywhere close to the greatest country in the world based on some of the problems that they have. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me that it's easier 
we just read a statistic before the show. America makes 50% of the insulin in the world, even though we only you only we only use 15% of it, but we're only using 15% of the insulin, but we are paying more than everybody else and we're making the most of it. If you're making the most of something in your country, you should be able to give it, distribute it to the people in your country for less than it costs to send it other places, right? But you no. Think, yeah. We can't do it. I mean, um, I've got people in my family who, you know, they've they've put up their, their mortgages and they've downsized. They've sold everything and they're running through all their retirement and everything. And uh, From a hospital stay. From, one hospital stay yeah. or from riding in a... A ambulance one from, time um exactly exactly <laughs> like, or from like these you go to the doctor and they're like okay well do these prescriptions someone i know um the doctor said okay well try this one um but if that one doesn't work we'll put you back on this one because the one that you're on now has a 50 percent rate of working the other one has a 15 percent rate so you're going to how is medication that has only been proven to work 15 percent of the time how is that even being di like given to people or, you know, prescribed to people. What'd you find that, there, Josh? No, I, I agree with you 100%. I found his name as Martin Screlly. Screlly? Uh-huh. That's the guy. He bought the patent for insulin? Um, Let's see. Uh, no, he did Darafram. What? <laughs> I, don't I don't think it's insulin. It's what, some other. You, it's medication you, for... Um, I don't know. It's a big P word. <laughs> Tell me what the... Tell me what the medication fixes, and I'll tell you what the medication is. Um, it's treatment for parasite disease, toxoplasmosis. I don't think we're talking about the same guy. We yeah. are not doctors. We are. <laughs> we're, we are. It's the weird dude. Well, that, tell me Tell me what he did. You he have did, it in front of you. Um, he, let's see right here. He did the, uh, where'd we at? Yeah, it's Dara, Dara Prim, Dara Prim Price Hike. It's a... Um, Probably used for anti-malaria. Malaria. Anti-parasitic. Okay. Come on, man. I'm on my it was the malaria here. drug. He yes. bought the patent for it, and then he hiked the price up by like how? What percentage? You can give me an exact percentage. Um, was it say fifty-six percent? I don't think that's right. I can tell you, it went from right here. It increased from thirteen dollars and fifty cents per pill uh -huh. overnight. To seven hundred and fifty dollars per pill. Yeah, that's overnight. That's that's a multiple hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and got and got away with it. Um, so I mean, not not necessarily. He's getting sued for well, it. Well, he's getting sued for it, but I mean, he was legally allowed to do it, and he's in prison. So yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that it's not it's not a whole lot different than these pharmaceutical companies, like they're they're Teflon. And until we start addressing these problems, man, I don't know that America is going to be able to maintain being the greatest country in the world. It's not just pharmaceuticals. It's the military industrial complex. We spend so much money on. And, and, I, and I know people, you know, we're the greatest country in the world because we have the biggest military. But I don't think people realize how much we overkill it with our military. Like there's planes that are built that cost billions of dollars that never leave the ground. Mm hmm. And usually they'll stay and they'll fall apart and then we'll scrap them and make a new one. And these companies like Boeing and Lockheed Martin and all, they're making money hand over fist, like hand over fist. And I mean, good for them. That's capitalism, right? But 
we talked about last um, couple of weeks ago about some other countries and some programs. Um, and one of the big things that politicians try to scare us with is scary words like socialism and they, they want us to fight amongst one another about um, about politics and not real life issues. Like if you say, if you say, I think that our tax dollars should pay for, you know, those first three years at San Jack that this random person paid for Elon. <laughs> right. <laughs> why, why shouldn't, why shouldn't our tax dollars pay for that? It wouldn't necessarily be free college, but some people label it as free college because it sounds better. But if you pay for your tax money right now, it goes to put your kids through from kindergarten through 12th grade. Would you have a problem with your tax dollars putting your kids through their first four years of community college? Not if it's actually productive and they graduate or maybe not graduate after three years, but if they get to that point debt free. Guess who won't let that happen, though? Politicians. <laughs> and why won't they let that happen? Because of the banks. And the student loan companies that like because then they're Congress not going to let that happen. Pocket that money. They're not going <laughs> to let that happen. The student loan crisis in this like it's the biggest scam in the world. You're you're paying all this money to to get a piece of paper, and and a lot of times this piece of paper you're getting is be, for jobs that are becoming more and more irrelevant. Absolutely obsolete. Um, obsolete. You can't. A lot of times it's difficult to find a job and. But you still got to pay the bill. You start paying. You start paying your student loans back long before you ever get your degree. So he heaven forbid you drop out, and you're still paying. I mean, I know I know surgeons who are still paying off their Absolutely. student debt, and probably will be paying it for the rest of their natural lives. And isn't it true that's the only debt that never goes away? Even if you die, mm -hmm. doesn't your family inherit that debt? I I would have to double check that. Yeah. Um, but I but I heard something no, about like it's the only one that like debt. never oh. dies. It's the only debt I know that bankruptcy won't absolve you from. Yeah. If you file for bankruptcy, you still have to pay back your That's student crazy. loans. Yeah. So, so you claim bankruptcy, but you know what? You still owe money. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's I don't know, man. And I'm just worried that we're focusing on the wrong shit. Like I hate to harp on this, but we literally argued in this country for three weeks about Dr. Seuss. <laughs> a fucking cartoon, man. Like, people were on the Congress House floor arguing about, you know, trying to scare people about cancel culture. You're going to get canceled. Like, it's stuff that's it's not even true. Like, Or it's ugh. so taken out of context, and then people just, they Absolutely. take it and they run with this stuff. It's not important. Like, when you turned off your phone and you, you spent, you know, the last few days just hanging out at the pool with your kids, like, <laughs> I don't know if Dr. Seuss... Being canceled was on your mind. Uh, I don't know if you were worried about no. these supposed millions of illegal immigrants that are just pouring themselves into the border. Like, I don't know if if anybody choosing what to do with their body, whether it was wearing a mask or, you know, getting an abortion, like none of that affected you on if everybody just paid attention to what like stop worrying about what other people are doing. And just do what you got to do for you and your family. Maybe then we wouldn't be distracted by all this stupid stuff and we could focus on some of these important things. Like, healthcare in this country sucks. Education in this country shouldn't suck, but it's not great. Like, 
I, it's almost impossible to fail. And both those systems and the are US education good. System it's right the now. way that they are conducted that is bad. Right. It's, it's the. But they're make they're making it easier to get through school. I know this because I'm watching my kids do it. I'm not saying my kids don't do well in school, <laughs> but I mean, I think about what I had to do to get through school and. I mean, it's like there's no such thing as failing anymore. Well, Unless think, you just don't do the work, then you'll fail. Well, but like, you know, teachers, if you can spell your name and write it on the top of your paper, you're going to do good enough to pass. Teachers are struggling. Yeah. They have been struggling. They don't have the supplies. They don't have the They're room. lacking resources. They yeah. Absolutely. Um, in, in every sense, they're tired. They're working second jobs. They've got their own families. And then we blame them because our kids are just being just push yeah. through the system like the, it's just but all of that stuff goes every system is just so backwards and messed up it's just crazy but all that gets swept under the rug because we're arguing about who really won the election we're arguing about if WAP is worse than Dr. Seuss <laughs> we're arguing about <laughs> you know what I'm saying like we're seeing each other as enemies because our opinions are different like I'm going to repeat that. These are opinions. You think they're facts. You treat them as facts. And if somebody doesn't agree with your opinion, you treat them as if they're ignoring facts. But these are all opinions. Yeah. And I, we're certainly not experts either. You know, I mean. No, but I do me. Yeah, I don't worry. We're adults. We can have this conversation. And when this is turned off and these lights are turned out and we leave yeah. this house, we are still friends. Like I don't understand Dude, why I'm, I'm, he thinks. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on the barbarically. <laughs> con- I'm gonna go on the barbarically candid podcast in the next few weeks, and I listen to them every week, and they say a lot of stuff I don't agree with. They because they get into politics, they say a lot of things I don't agree with, and I would love the opportunity to come there and have a conversation and give them my side of how you know my opinion, and I know for a fact based on listening to them, you know that. I, I, I consider Dustin, I can't say we're friends because we actually haven't really hung out in person, but we've we've made a very tight acquaintance with one another, helping with podcast things. I know that once I go and do his show, it's not going to be a situation where we're never going to speak again. Right. I'm going to be able to go there and express my opinion, and I'm going to try to do so. The one thing I respect about him a lot is he has a very educated opinion about things. He, at least before he forms an opinion, he does the research. Now, I may not agree with what he got out of that research. We may, because two different people can see one thing and see it differently. You can research whatever you want to find. Right. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is, is that at some point, though, the problem is, I don't mind people having difference of opinion. I mind when people start absolving themselves from facts based on what they want to believe. That's when I have a problem. Hashtag Q. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's the same. But thing. that's it's, become, I yeah. mean, that's become mainstream. Bro, there's like three or four congressmen and women who are firm believers in the QAnon conspiracy. And they admitted that out loud. Yes, that's oh. how they got elected. I saw someone driving down 45 with the hashtag Save Our Children with like, and it was like a little build blocks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, there's there's still people. Out I there mean. That- <laughs> Look, I'm all about saving kids, but that was one thing we talked about when Ray, when um, Raquel was here. Yeah, like there's a big difference between wanting to save kids and end child trafficking, 
and just becoming a part of a hashtag. Yeah. Just becoming a part of this movement where you don't do anything about it except post it on social media all or day. Or change your logo or do something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you want to you wanna help child trafficking? You want to help children out? Go volunteer at CPS because they are so overrun with cases it's yep. not even... Or go, go talk to Ashton Kutcher. He's doing some... I mean, he's using his platform to... Yeah, absolutely. F- further that... I don't cause. even know. I don't... I can't remember what the name of his organization was, but I don't even know if I could do that, bro, because they see some... Yeah, no. His, they see some shit. Yeah, that testimony that he did was, oh my gosh, yeah. that was hard to watch. I don't know. I don't know that that's I That's just could, a testimony and not... <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, that dude's definitely up on my list of, like, good celebrity people that actually is using their platform to not just... Yeah. You know, he was on the list of supposed child-eating Satan worshipers, too, right? Yeah. By people who just are ignorant and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> the, one, on, the one actually trying to save... Right. He was you know, on that list, doing too. Doing it, yeah. Um... But that's my, that's my biggest fear, man. I I love this country, and it's I want thorn. it. I want it to be the greatest country in the world, and it's like it's like my kids. They disappoint me. Sometimes I'm pissed off at them. Sometimes they're on my last damn nerve. But I love them. I'm not gonna abandon them. I'm not gonna ever turn my back on them, and I'm not gonna do that with this country. But I'm just so worried about the direction things are headed. And I know I said not to. I don't live in fear. But the problem is, is like we're stoking fear about the wrong things. We're stoking fear about race. We're stoking fear about religion. We're stoking fear about being canceled. Like shit that doesn't matter. Like if you're just doing you, just do you. Like it's funny because everybody feels like they're being attacked. No matter what section, whatever, what group you want to call. Oh, we're being attacked. White people are being attacked. Black people are being attacked. Christianity is being attacked. Islam is being attacked like freedom is being it everybody's just so paranoid and the thing that it does is it keeps you glued to that TV the media has a big part to do with it and I'm not talking about just liberal media I'm not talking about just conservative media I'm talking about all media social media people work themselves up into this lather and they're being distracted from the shit that's really going down like we gotta try to get some people in power who are going to buck the system who are gonna and I know people thought that you know, that's what our 45th president was about. And if that's what you believe, then cool. I'm not even going to argue about that. Um, but he was there for four years, and we still have some of the same problems. And I feel like when the president we have now is gone, we're going to have the same problems. And maybe it's going to take this silent majority, these people in the middle. Like, the people in the middle got to – we got to rise up and take over some shit, I think. I, it's – like I never thought I'd go get a clipboard and and start advocating. The problem is, is that the system you can't do it. I, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. If I say to you, Josh, I support the Second Amendment because I support the Second Amendment. What is your automatic assumption going to be that my political leanings are? Society is going to say that you're Republican, right? Because I support. There's no way I could not be a Republican and support Second Amendment. If I told you that I am pro-choice. What would your assumption be that my political leanings are? Society would say that you are democratic. Okay, so how do I support the Second Amendment and be pro-choice? How can can. I do that? You can. Can you? You can. Who do you vote for in that instance? See, the, the (laughs) the problem, 
the, the problem there is is that regardless if you're Republican or you're Democrat, mm-hmm. there's never ever in the history of your you ever existing is there going to be a person on that platform that is going to 100% line up with what you believe in. Of course not. Never. Ever. We'll never see that. Our kids won't see it. Our kids' kids won't see that. That It doesn't exist. Yeah. You have to take the greater of what is of more importance to you. Right. You you have to decide is pro-choice more important to you than pro-gun? And that's going to have to be something that you, as a person, in your opinion, like you said, that you're going to have to decide. Do you want to know what I think about both of those? It's your choice. Do you. Do you. I believe do you. I don't I don't necessarily agree with abortion, but I'm a guy. I don't have a right to say anything. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm it's, not, not pro abortion. Yeah. No. Just because in you're in my life, if I had the if I was presented with a case where a woman was carrying my child, yeah, I would ask her, I would make it known to her that I would like to keep that child. But yeah. at the end of the day I'd See the problem I don't is anybody is, is pro-abortion. Yeah, no. <laughs> the Nobody. problem is is people think that you're a pro-choice, that you're okay with it. No, I'm not okay with it. Right. Nobody's okay with it. But my question but, is: is in the system you know, that we're in now, who do you vote for if you believe if you support the Second Amendment, but you're pro-choice, but also you think that I don't know, you think that raising taxes on more wealthy people yeah. is okay, but at the same time, um. You don't want, I don't know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to mix some of these ideologies that people, if people will, we live in a society where if you believe this, oh, well, then you're this. They put you in that box. That's what you are. And because in in this society, you either have to be black or white and there's no gray area. And I'm not talking about skin color. Like you're either on this side or you're on this side and there's no middle, but there's very, very few people and it's the people that are controlling everything else that goes in our country, that goes on in our country and they're on the very, very edges of that spectrum. Yeah. And it's all these That's people in saying. the middle that have no other you choice. For? Well, because you, pre- you present them with that. That's why. Because society has said you either have to do it, Republican or, or Democrat. You don't care about their views. It's just... What's been passed down to you? Maybe something, or um, I mean, but these are just turning into popularity contest. He's a that's, he's, that's a, yeah. it's he's a Democrat, Absolutely. so I grew up for him. He's a Republican, so I vote for him. Yeah, and we're not listening. Unfortunately, we're not, I don't see an end to that though. And, that's what I'm worried about. And yeah. unfortunately, it's not just America. I mean, the, all these problems, you know, it's not an issue of the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah, this isn't the these first time that this isn't, this isn't the first time this has happened either. I mean, my point is, is that we we're Are at a point history repeats itself. We're at a point <gasps> here where it's happening to us now. Conspiracy. And I don't know. I just. I, I'm never going to be smart enough to run for any type of political office. And even if I was smart enough, I don't. It's it sucks to kind of feel like it's not going to change. Like it's what's going to take is probably things just falling completely apart for us to be like, whoa, like what the fuck have we been doing? We gotta we gotta change this. And do you think we'll see that in our lifetime? No, but I worry about my kids. I don't worry about my grandkids. And you know, I don't know. Another thing is that I we have to stop. Because although I, I, I know it sounds like I'm being all doom and gloom, but, you know, 
people our age probably felt this way in 1950 also. Oh, yeah. This probably. And then, you know, as heated as the political climate is right now in 2021, do you guys realize, like, in the 1960s, like, motherfuckers were getting assassinated. I was about to say, yeah. there, there's <laughs> been worse, you yeah. know? I mean, it's just a different kind of In the bad. 80s, there was assassinations and assassination attempts going on. Like, so we haven't got there yet. But what I'm saying is that what I worry about is when I see the deterioration deterioration from within. Because I feel like the country is more divided than it ever has been. And it's divided over stupid shit. I and I would encourage somebody who believes that all Democrats are the devil. Or that believes all Republicans are redneck, racist. Like, stop what you're doing. Go find somebody who doesn't think the same way that you do and go talk to them. And don't talk about politics. Let's let's talk about something else. What do you have in common? Maybe you're both parents. Uh, maybe you both like cars. No, you, you hit the nail on the head. Talk to people and what do you have in common with that other person? Not right. what is dividing y'all. What's different between y'all? Yeah. What what are your opinions versus my opinions? What is common? And And once you've done that, take take an inventory. Once you've made some common ground, take an inventory on what was more important. What was more important? The fact that you guys both raise kids, that you're trying to raise to be successful adults. Uh, maybe you both, both love parents, God. Parents were immigrants maybe from your other parents countries. Were immigrants. Maybe take an inventory. Or what's it, is any of that less important or more important than whether you think uh, you should have to have an ID to vote? Or... Mm -hmm whether you think that it should be legal or illegal to have an abortion. Like, what's more important? I think we need to go back to judging people based on who they voted for, what kind of car they drive. That's just like that video we watched earlier. The, stop. But we've been doing that since we were in high It's the popularity contest all over again. Who wins prom king and queen? The prettiest girl. And the cutest guy or the best football player. Like I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> That's what we do. I don't it's know. I didn't go to prom. And then his girlfriend. Right. That's who that's but that whole mentality keeps it's what we keep doing. Whoever has the status, whoever Maybe we really are in like a matrix. Maybe man. This really is I just I don't know. I don't I don't know I don't know how to change it, but all I can say is that like we gotta start we got to start as the people since we're choosing our leadership and they're clearly just puppets who are going to follow whatever the loudest in the no, no matter how insane it is. They're going to do whatever it takes to keep their job. So let's start holding them accountable for those of us who are not on the extreme side of either thing like that. And I don't know how that's going to happen. Man. I really think I really think it's going to start with term limits. Because when you have the same people in office that are yes. lifetime politicians, those ideals that they went in with, those are very Who's difficult to change. Who's going to vote to lose their own job, though? I understand that, but then... Th <laughs> That's the problem. You know how many people get elected because they tell the people, oh, I'm, I'm all about term limits. And they get elected, and then they're in there, and they don't do shit about term oh, limits. I know and if they do, first of all, half the time they don't even get elected. Because if anybody's running on that platform... The DNC or the R, you know, the Republic or CPAC, whatever, they're not gonna ever let that person get elected. 
Like, if you say, I want term limits, you're pretty much guaranteeing you're about to lose an election. The only because person I know of that, that speaks on it is, is Cruz. He's mentioned it. It's a contract position. You're there for you're a about short Raphael? period of time. Raphael. Yeah. Um, He's the only one that's mentioned it. Yeah. I, I, I've never heard him talk about that. But, I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, no. But I agree. There, there needs to be... And I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no you're fine. You're fine. The the term. I mean, the argument the is thing. that if if your term limit is when you get reelected, but the problem is is that they're getting reelected not on the merit of what they've done many times. They're getting reelected because they've helped the right people. But if they've gone, or if the, they've, uh, if right, they've served for so many years, then they need to drop off, and then and then we've got some some new candidates. Right. Um, that you know, somebody once said, you know, we gave the president only eight years to prevent America from having kings, but the country's being run by a bunch of dukes and duchesses, which is basically yeah. what it is. I mean, uh, yeah, we don't have a king, but we have dukes and duchesses that are there, yeah, as for the entirety of their lifetime. And right now, we have people who are just hell bent on blocking whatever is not a part of what their party says the agenda is on both sides. And you know, we have a 50 50 split right now, and like no, nothing's gonna get done because everybody's walking that party line, and their people are more worried about their jobs than, than doing anything that's the two party system was supposed to be about compromise. What are you willing to give up? to get what you need. But nobody's willing to give up anything anymore. Mm-mm. And if until we can start doing that, slowly and surely America will stop being or continue the downfall and not be the greatest country in the world. Like this is how other countries and other world powers fell. Now, I don't know what it's like to live in Rome now. I don't know what it's like to live in Egypt now. I don't know. Obviously, I know what it's like to live in Syria. It's not great to live in Syria no. now. Um, no. I don't want to see this country become anything less than its highest aspirations, you know, and, um, we got to start talking to one another and we got to stop, we got to start realizing that different people have different worldview and the way that their worldview is and their experiences just because it's different from yours doesn't mean it's not true. It's the same thing I do with my kids. Like when my daughter is freaking the fuck out about something that seems so petty to me. That's her reality, you know? And so if you're, if you have a family member who puts on a uniform and walks out of the house, not knowing if he's going to come home the next day, you're going to be more sympathetic to police officers in certain situations because it's personal to you. You know, these people, Yeah. if you're the mother of a young black man who was unarmed and got killed by a police officer, you're going to be more sympathetic because of your experience for that it honestly does not make either one of you wrong because here's the fact you can support the police and still say hey it's wrong if someone who you know you, you can acknowledge that there's some police who don't do the things that they're supposed to do you can acknowledge that there's some such situations that young men put themselves in and not just black men but any men or women put themselves in that have negative consequences but we don't have to pretend that oh you know, there's no such thing as racism because I'm a white guy who's never seen it. You know, I, I heard somebody say, I don't believe in racism. Like racism is not the it's Easter not bunny. 
it's not it's, it's not the Easter Bunny. It's yeah. not Santa Claus. Like, it's it's there. And take it from a guy who looks like a white guy, and white people get really comfortable around me, who's been discriminated against by other people of all races. Like, it's there, and it's not. It's it's to, to not to not acknowledge it is just to say uh, your problems. That's not important. Yeah. And it's something you know? it, something I, I I had seen recently that was interesting to me is I guess the subconscious or it's being put out there. But if you ever notice, and I think you may have brought this up before, but anytime you see like the civil rights movement pictures or you see that time, mm-hmm. they're nine times out of ten they're black and white to show you or try to give the illusion that this was so far ago that if you actually look that up. Most of our parents were alive even when segregation was still a thing. Yeah. So it's it's like you said, it falls back to the one system. better. I was born in nineteen eighty four. Martin Luther King was assassinated fourteen years before I was born. Yeah. Wasn't that long. but that goes back to the whole <laughs> Wasn't systematic, that long you know, thing of giving that illusion mm-hmm. on one side opposed to the other. Just yeah. because we put them all in black and white gives you the feel that it's older than it really is. It doesn't is. disappear. But here's my thing. Yeah. My point is, is whether whatever your opinion on that, if, if there's people who say to me racism doesn't exist, I'm not going to be like, oh, you're a fucking idiot and fight with them. I'm going to have a discussion with them. I'm not going to treat them like they're less than human like because that's their belief. That's what they believe. And no matter where you land on any side of any debate, we got to start treating each other like people and like we're not enemies just because we have... Yeah. So different views. I've got a rule with my kids. Um, first off, you know, I live in Laporte. We got the Laporte City Calendar. Well, you know, they've got the historical colored school in Laporte. Mm-hmm. It's a museum now, you know, mm-hmm. to, so you can walk through it. But my daughter, she's seven. She was like, "Why is it the colored school?" And I was, you know, telling her the history, and I was like, you know, and this segregation, this racism, this was not that long ago. It I, wasn't. Um, I was like, it looks, she was like, that's an old photo. I'm like, it's really not that old, honestly. Yeah. But, um, I started, you know, she would be like, oh yeah, my, um, well actually she, she's so good. She doesn't even say anything, but my son will be like, oh yeah. Um, oh, my black friend over there, he's got like really cool shoes. And I'm like, why do you call him your black friend? He was like, oh, well, cause he's black. And I'm like, we don't, we don't. Don't even describe people by the color of their skin. You can use their shirt. It was wearing a baseball hat. You can mm-hmm. say, you know, cool we got to stop identifying one another my, by that. My husband thought it was stupid. He, w- I, w- I was like, no, we don't describe people by the color of their skin. He was like, well, that's dumb. Like, what? It, okay, why? Like, I see what you're doing, mm-hmm. but like, why? And I'm like, because it starts small. Mm-hmm. If they don't see it as an issue, if they don't see it as a descriptor word, then yeah. it loses its meaning. It goes away. One of Just, our favorite. Uh, videos that goes back to what we're talking about is Morgan Freeman when he's talking about Black History Month and he tells him he's like I don't want a Black History Month he goes well why he goes you're gonna relegate my history to a month he's like my Black History is American history he's like well so how can we fix racism he's like I'm gonna ask you to stop calling me a black man and I want yeah. to stop calling you a white man. He yeah. says, "Stop talking about it." Just yeah. stop talking about that, it. That's ex- and that's exactly how I see it. You know, there's another. Uh, I th- I think that would. I honestly don't think that would make it go away. It takes time. Um, because words I think it's change your mentality. I think it's something that's that's. I don't know. It's that's that's a heavy debate, man. 
It's an interesting time to be alive. It's a heavy debate because, <laughs> man, I, I don't want to go off. On, I don't want to go off on a tangent about about the race thing. I mean, we we could definitely talk about that at another time. But I think the point that I want to make before we get, you know, before we finish, is that no matter where what your opinion is on racism in America or your opinion on abortion or the second amendment or the first amendment or what about the 14th amendment or the fourth amendment like it's it's so funny that we we fixate on these these talking points these political talking points like but we don't we don't even pay attention like i think the most important amendment in our constitution is the 14th amendment our rights to be citizens and citizenship is not based on what the color of your skin is it's not based on what religion you are. Citizenship is either you were naturally born here or you decided I'm going to come here through legal means and I want my citizenship to be of the United States of America. Like once you become an American, a citizen, you are an American. Let's lose the labels, the African American, the Asian American, the Indian American. Like once you become a citizen and you have the rights of a citizen, you're an American and it doesn't matter if you're Democrat. It doesn't matter if you're Republican. Like let's, let's figure out some ways to see one another in a different light than we have been, because it's, you think if you really care about democracy, you really care about this country. You're not out here rooting for civil war because nobody wins a civil war. You're not out here rooting. You really care about democracy. You really care about the United States of America and it reaching the aspiration that it's supposed to have, it's reaching its highest ideal, then you're gonna stop tearing yourself from apart from within. Cause that's what we've been doing. And it's it's uh it's not a happy feeling. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's that's all I have to say about it. I don't know what else you guys wanted to add. I don't know, but I will say that this is <laughs> probably <drop. laughs> our only third political episode. We've done pretty good. I didn't, I, but I think, it, but I, I don't know. I don't know. We talked about, we talked about, we talked about social issues. We talked about some poly, political talking points. I don't know that any one of us argued our own pol political ideas. Like, I mean, I did tell you, Hey, I'm, I'm, when I say I'm, I support the second amendment. First of all, I support all the amendments. I don't understand what it means to be a second amendment supporter. Like, I support all of them. <laughs> if you live here, you should support all of them. Right. I don't place one as a higher priority than the other. Uh, I don't believe, like, and I also don't believe that those amendments only apply to certain people. Like, yeah. the first amendment applies to everyone that is a citizen of this country, as, as do all the amendments. But for me... I just wanted to have the conversation as a whole about I don't care what your political leanings are like we got to do better. We just got to do better and I hope that it will get better. I st I'm a I'm a very optimistic person. Um but I do know like I said when when the forest grows too wild sometimes natural deforestation happens and I would hate for that to happen here. I hope it doesn't happen in my lifetime, my children's lifetime, my great grandchildren's lifetime but i don't know it's uh it's an interesting time to be alive and you know there's a chance we're all just being super fucking paranoid because like i said maybe they thought the world was coming to an end 50 years ago i don't know it's just in my lifetime i haven't seen it this divided um 
on the cultural side and on the political side. It's just, and most of the stuff that we're divided about is stupid. Doesn't matter. Yep. Like Dr. Seuss is not canceled. God, I'm sorry. I've said Dr. Seuss like 15 times. There needs to be a drink account in the bottom right hand <laughs> corner of this episode every time Nick has mentioned. Because, Dr. bro, Seuss. it wasn't just Dr. Seuss. We were talking about Speedy Gonzalez, Pepe Le- They were arguing about this shit in our government. Like, it's almost as dumb as when Congress was doing the steroids in baseball thing. When like, you have. You realize Congress spent like an entire year investigating steroids in baseball. When you Like, have you didn't have better shit to a, do than that? When you have a political <laughs> um, analyst reading out the words of WAP. <laughs> I, th- I think I think that we probably you mean wet ass p word. Yeah, wet a wet ass p word. Uh, if if that is where we're at, we should probably check ourselves. Yeah, man. And uh, if you don't know what I'm referring to, just just look it up. Everybody knows. I'm gonna say his name. Ben, ben Shapiro. Shapiro. Come after me, bro. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, wet ass p word. Um. So yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if you guys we just got to do better, please. Like if we want America to be the greatest country in the world, it's it's going to depend on us. And I know way too many people who just are so angry all the time, just angry about stuff that shouldn't make you angry, man. Just let it go. Let it go. Let, let it, it go. go. <laughs> I am not joining. Podcast karaoke's next. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, um I'm wait. All on my roof. Are we doing that or are we doing spit talking? I don't know. Let's get a Myriad Mobile ad while we're debating on which one we're going to (laughs) do. Hey guys, it's Nick Stevenson again. Here to tell you about my friend Brian Wells and his mobile welding and mobile mechanic service, Myriad Mobile. Brian has been welding for over 20 years and he will let his work speak for itself. Welding repairs, whether they're industrial or residential, wrought iron fencing, he can repair that old rusty fence and repaint it, or he'll even build you a new one. Oh, and in case you missed it, that's right. I also said that Brian offers mobile mechanic services. You need a part change? Your brakes or your oil change? Why not do it from the comfort of your own home? Myriad Mobile will come to you. So whether it's an industrial or residential welding repair, or you need a new fence, or you don't want to drive or have your car towed to the mechanic shop, then call my friend Brian Wells at Myriad Mobile. The number to call is 713-538-6938. That's 713-538-6938. Myriad Mobile, welding and car repair. Tell them that Nick from the Smells Like Middle Age Spirit podcast sent you. Listen up. Now listen up. It's about to get real. Here's Spit Talking with Poet Lady Key. Hello everyone, it's your girl Poet Lady Key coming at you again. This poem here I wrote because I was looking at society and I was looking at the world not through like the perspective of a black woman just as a woman period and looking at everything that goes on. And I was like, you know what? Some things can be prevented if we really just took out the time to think. So this is not a condemnation poem. It's just a poem that I hope will trigger people to think. And that's what it's called. Think. People need to think. HIV is running rapidly and society used to blame homosexuality. But the reality is that people don't practice monogamy. It is not everybody. All it takes is one somebody to plant the seed. And now we got an epidemic that affects each and every last one of us individually. People. 
need to think. Dope boy, you need to think. Strike one, you're a black man. Strike two, you're a black man. Strike three, you are a black man. So why don't you just finish school? Why the hell do you act a fool? Why do you make what they say about us true? You see, it's an insult to black queens intelligent we see so many kings acting like y'all ain't got no sense. Why do you give your power over to the man? Instead of coming together in unity and building black communities, you would rather sell that dope to your people and watch them die on the street. Dope boy, you need to think. Baby mama, you need to think. Baby daddy don't want to know more, but he still wants his daughters and sons. So she plays manipulative games because he's found another one. Where there's so many fatherless children up in this world that will never feel the love of being daddy's little girl. So she seeks it from the world, except that being abused and neglected might even become some man's side hoe. But you know it ain't always about the sex. Sometimes it's just a father's love she's really searching for. Baby mama, you need to think. Baby daddy, <laughs> you need to think. Baby daddy got an attitude cause she done met a new dude who does what he was supposed to. Now he got the children torn into two, loyalty to a father who didn't even bother to show up to the baseball game. Do you got the nerves to cause drama? Ain't that a shame? When there's no competition up in parenthood. If a man meet a woman with kids, he's supposed to treat them like they're his. Baby daddies, y'all need to think. Wifey, you need to think. Wifey mad because he won't do everything that she say. So she meets another brother who says anything that he won't do, he can do better. Guaranteeing he going to get them panties wetter. Oh, spoiled little girl. Everybody up here knows the game. If he can pull you from another, you will get no respect. You will always be treated like the lover. Understand it's just a strategy to take your dignity, but you get no empathy because you should have left Miss Kitty Cat at home where she was supposed to be. Wifey, you need to think. Families. Man, Families. We need to think. Why you always leaving them alone? Do you leaving them at their home? What, so you can go get high? Do you wonder why at night baby boy cry? And he's so buck wild. Because Uncle Tyrone is a straight pedophile and he should be locked up in jail. But those are secrets that families never tell. Families, we need to think. People need to think. Dope boy, you need to think. Baby daddy, you need to think. Baby mama, you need to think. Everybody up in here got a skeleton in a closet, especially me. So we all got an area where we need to think. Okay. Um, We're now uh, starting to go fund me for our computer. <laughs> the computer is fine. We just need to delete stuff off I the hard drive. I think it's operator error. Yeah. Absolutely. You know why? It's because we did that whole two and a half hour episode. That's probably eight up. I haven't deleted anything off the hard drive in quite some time. So oh my God. that's probably why. All right, so when we leave here. So what did it say? Tell me the exact message. It says, we got one that's for Reaper. Uh -huh. It says, critical disk write error. Error. One or more disk writes failed. A disk appears to be full, but otherwise, but another error could cause this warning. Data may have been lost. Note, additional warnings will be suppressed for 15 seconds. Uh, and then on our... This is a little okay. behind the curtain. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, it's the same thing that happened last week, and I should have done something about it. So why don't we do this after we <laughs> after we get over this episode? Me and you are going to get together, and since I know you're wanting to keep all our episodes, so that we can pass it along. No, all the episodes are on the external hard drive already. What's on the computer is just scraps and bullshit. Like we're just going to have to delete it. 
It's all the pieces of what the final thing becomes. Yeah, we need to delete that, Nick. Yeah, we do. It's been a while since I've done it. So, all right. But good thing we got. Hopefully, there's room on this SD card. Let's go ahead and get out of here. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, we're, nobody's gonna see your face in this next episode. They'll just hear your voice. It'll no. be like we're talking to God. I, I do want to say before we sign off, and this is just for me coming from the heart. I want to appreciate everybody um, that allowed us to take the time off that we needed, um, sure. individually or um, as a crew. Um, to and still came back strong, man. Yeah, we had a very good participation of listenership on the last episode. Yeah, and, and, and allowing us to do that so that we can come back and give y'all um, our hundred percent with this. I, I, I want to appreciate that. I want to appreciate my my uh, my co-hosts here as well, and and allowing us individually to do that as well. We love you, big dog. Yeah, same. Love I hope you guys got a good mental health check. For um, sure. Actually, uh, let's leave on that. What's, what's your what's your mental health at today, Nick? One through ten. Right now, before I go downstairs and my wife is gonna yell at me for being up here so long, I'm at like a nine right now. <laughs> You're that happy? Yeah, I'm good. It feels but good to be back in the studio. It really I'll probably does. be like a five or six once I go downstairs and she chews my ass out for being up here so long. That's fair. It's I'm just kidding. I love you, baby. Uh what? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Um, no, it's, it was a rough week, but we're doing better. And that's all you can do is just yeah. take a day at a time, try to do better. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Naomi, what about you, Naomi? yeah, what's your number? Man, you 10 said, being the happiest. You yeah. said nine. I'm like, maybe, if, maybe I'm hey, exaggerating. Be honest. I'm like, don't at a say six, I'm easy to please. Nah, yeah. I'm like at a six to seven. Okay. Like the, po- the point of this exercise four. is yeah. to tell us honestly, not what we want to hear. You know, you heard the episode when. Me and Chris were doing the show, and we had our wives on, and I said men are simple to the verge of being stupid. There's probably a thousand reasons that I shouldn't feel like a nine, but I'm just, I'm easy to please. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like a dog with his head out the window while he's driving down the street with his tongue hanging out. Like, <laughs> like wow. <laughs> I'm good right now because, like, I'm, I'm probably, there's probably like a thousand things I need to be stressing about right now, but I, like as a survival tactic, I just don't allow myself to. Yeah. Like I probably got bills I need to go pay and a bunch of other shit, bunch of responsibilities I didn't take care of today. But I'm I'm Gucci dog. I had to like decompress yeah. and just be like, what the fuck ever. That's how I survive. Like yep. it'll all work out in the end, right? It will. Like hey, <laughs> they'll send me a letter, but like hey, you haven't paid your mortgage. Oh yeah, here you go. My bad, I forgot. <laughs> Let me give you that. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Our mortgage is paid. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, I'm not stressing out about anything right now. So I, when I give myself a nine, I'm just like, yeah, I'm chilling. I got Nick at a nine and Naomi. Call me, six? call me after I go downstairs. Say 6.4. Yeah, call me after I go downstairs. <laughs> 6.4 is, I mean, it could be worse, but. It could be worse. You need a vacation. Oh, I know that. That's what you need. We need to go on a vacation together. We got to make this podcast cruise thing happen. Well, there's what only three about? of us now, so it shouldn't be that. It shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. You know what's fucked up? It's like you can talk all the shit in the world that you want. And he's and never Chris gonna know. Never gonna know. Never gonna know. No. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys. Echo the sentiment that Josh gave. Thank you guys so much for being patient with us. Thank you for continuing to come back. Um, like I said, you guys came back strong last week. Uh, I appreciate uh, the people who reached out about you know the mental health episode. Like we all go through things. And, you know, I put it in the 
description of the episode. We may be late, but we're always going to be here for you. And um, we're not going to give up. Sometimes life gets hard, but this is like I, t- I told people, this is a, this is my therapy. Mm-hmm. You guys don't start charging me, but that, that, <laughs> that hit that hit real hard um, when you called me last episode. Yeah. And I got off and I even told Kay. And, and, and that's why um, I love the whole number thing is that's kind of something we've done at our house now as, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's nice because you don't have to talk about it. You don't. You don't. And but you can just let people know, hey, this is where I'm at. Right. And if it's, it's th- sometimes, that's, sometimes that's all you need. It's yeah. to, hey, this is where I'm at. And if that number keeps going up, then it's beautiful. It's yep. beautiful. So thank you to all of our sponsors as well uh, for being patient with us, not having episodes advertising your wonderful businesses. But you guys go check out all of our sponsors because they're great. And we will be back next week for sure. Oh, yeah. Not going to jinx it. We're going to be here. No, we're going to be here. Next <laughs> week, we're going to be here. Maybe Chris Conn will be here, too. I don't know. We'll see. Probably not. <laughs> but anyway, so for the best producer in podcasting. Ayo. And my. Wait, what? <laughs> I fucked up. Let me start that over. For the best producer in podcasting, Josh Beard. What's up? My name is Nick Stevenson. <laughs> and I'm Naomi Richardson. And we will check y'all next time. Good night. <laughs>